giant voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. Welcome back. This is the Giant Voice Cfe's only and official podcast. Today we've got two, well, one special guest and one of our own. They're going to be discussing scouts. So we have our very own Taylor Ardito. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself real quick. Hi, my name's Taylor. I'm a public affairs specialist here at Cfe, and I part time I'm an assistant scoutmaster over here with the with the local troop. Okay, and then we have Gar Seeger. Uh, hi, um, I'm Gar. I'm uh, dependent, um, but I'm also the committee chairperson of uh, the troop here on base. Give me the lowdown on the troop. Uh, so we're Troop 35. Um, we have about 30 kids right now, kind of in the middle of PCS season. So we've uh, got some kids leaving, and hopefully we'll have some kids joining us soon. Yeah. So there's there, we have the we have the Cub Scouts um, for our um, grade school kids and they um, are a very active troop and um, and then once they cross over they can come and join us um, we have the the boys troop which is troop 35 and the girls troop which is troop 13 all right so uh, yeah tell me a little bit about scouts how you got how, how, how did either one of you get in the scouts you can go ahead um, well so I, I, I was a Cub Scout and we below growing up and then when I switched over to Boy Scouts um, I was actually in a troop with one other person. So eventually lost interest and moved on to other things. Uh, when my son was born, um, I was like, well, let's see if he wants to do Cub Scouts. And he started as a Tiger Scout and uh, just recently this year pinned on his Eagle badge. Taylor, go ahead with, with how you got involved. Yeah, so I was a Boy Scout when I was in elementary school. And then going into middle school, I joined a local Boy Scout troop. And then I ended up switching troops about midway through high school and then continued on through scouting until I got my Eagle Scout when I was about 18 years old. So pretty much my whole childhood life I spent within the scouting community. And I just recently am getting back into it as uh, an adult leader. So uh, I've told you guys before, my only privy to scouts is being a cub scout in third grade so my knowledge is very limited but i do have kids and i know there's there's many many families on base with uh with with children younger children what's the importance of uh at least introducing them to scouts and what is what does scout stand for that that could you know appeal to you know the younger generations um i i think it's a, a different uh, it, it, so when I was growing up, I didn't have all the devices and, and uh, technology. And so that I feel like with the scouts today, I think it, it gives them a chance to be free of that for a bit. And sometimes, you know, when we go out camping, uh, for instance, we were out at summer, uh, summer camp for a week. And a lot, of, a lot of the kids were just out there for a whole week. And they finally realized, hey, I don't have my uh, – I haven't been using my phone or I haven't been using – 
I haven't been texting anybody or playing games or it's like oh they find they found something different they found friends and they started you know having conversations with people and they they learn that they don't need to be dependent on computers or cell phones or the devices that they're used to using every single day sounds like some adults need to be uh, out there doing study <laughs> too yeah it's definitely good to get a break for you know just the pastime of of camping and getting into nature a little bit getting away from you know, modern life. Yeah, I mean, they're also, you know, they're learning skills. Um, I mean, just from simple, basic knot tying to how to camp, how to how to prep uh, meals, how to buy groceries, how to go into the grocery store and, you know, work with a budget and buy groceries right. for camping trips. And because um, basically, I mean, the, once they get to the Boy Scout level, it's really boy-led. We have the adult leaders that are there, but it's really up to the boys to come up with a plan um, come up with the activities that are going to happen at the camps. Um, come up with their menus. And um, we try to be as hands-off as possible. Obviously, we're not going to let them hurt themselves. Right. But, you know, we're we're trying to give them the opportunity to grow and learn and maybe make some mistakes and then figure out from there, well, how can we do this better next time? Okay, right. speaking of mistakes. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't even cut you off. Yeah, so the... The events that they do, the activities that they do, they're they're learning skills that they normally wouldn't learn, maybe from their parents or from school. Like I grew up in the suburbs, and my parents weren't outdoorsy people at all. But through scouting, I was able to learn how to handle myself in the wilderness, uh, how to play certain sports, how to do just cool things like small boat sailing during summer camp, which is something I never would have been able to do because I didn't have anyone to teach me other than adult leaders through the scouting program. And it also, you know, you learn some good skills that help carry on through life. I learned land navigation and map reading as a Boy Scout, and that helped me tremendously through my Army career. So there's just a lot of skills that you, you get the chance to, to learn from map reading to first aid to small boat sailing. Well, so for those who don't know, uh, Taylor, go ahead and tell your uh, your background, uh, uh, military background. So you talked about how it had helped you in the Army. Go ahead and t- uh, tell us a little bit about that. So the first the first Boy Scout troop I was in, uh, most of the adult leaders were, were military veterans from either the Navy or the Army. Uh, my father helped out a little bit as an, Air, as an Air Force veteran. And when I went... When I went into the Army, just thought being an Eagle Scout, I got a promotion in basic training from that. They were offering one rank promotion for any Eagle Scouts that enlisted. And a lot of the skills that we were learning through basic training and showing up to my unit, a lot of them I already had honed through through scouting and doing these, like how to set up, um, just how to set up in the wilderness for creating a shelter with minimal supplies, how to map read, how to hike properly, how to take care of your feet. Um, all those all those outdoor skills I, I already had mastered and I was able to teach my fellow soldiers um, a little bit better when we were in the field. You, you talked about the learning from your mistakes earlier. That was one of the things I wanted to ask was what kind of transformations have you seen with uh, some of your scouts? Um, so, so one of the the, the one of the big things is is you're working your way up in, in rank, um, is getting into those leadership positions. And um, my my time here, I've been here for about a year now. I've been able to watch um, two young 
young gentlemen really grow. Um, maybe being completely unsure of themselves when they first started as the senior patrol leader for the troop into watching their confidence grow, watching them gain the skills to, how, how do I lead these boys? How do I, what does, what does being a leader mean? And just watching them gain that confidence, uh, trusting in their abilities to mm-hmm. do it. And um, that's, it's, it's really just um, fun to watch that. Taylor, did that help you out when you uh, when you joined the army? Did it give you a, a boost that you already had that, the skills? And... So it gives you a chance to be a leader amongst peers, uh, with very little consequences. Where if you mess up, there's an adult leader there who can who can help you or guide you in the right direction. Um, so then, when you're actually leading, whether it be in a military setting or in a job setting, where there actually are consequences, um, you're already familiar with how to handle yourself, and you already know kind of what direction you should be taking things. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say that with growing, we had two new scouts. We just did the their board of reviews where you see these young scouts, they come in and they do their board of review for a promotion. And during their first one, they're usually terrified or they have trouble speaking. And then as they get better and they do more and more boards, they, you see them as they progress they get far better at just speaking and how to articulate their thoughts better which is is great for i always tell them that it's great practice for someday when you're not a scout and you want to go for a job interview you've already had tons of practice that the average kid does not get what about have you seen any any uh any guys that you've uh, graduated out of scouts who have uh used those skills that they've learned um, I mean, Taylor's a prime example of somebody who has used it. Have you seen some of the scouts that have? Um, I've, I've been moving. We've moved around so much sure. that it's. I haven't really had the opportunity to watch them post scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested to see what 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 happens with my own son. I mean, he just, like I said, just recently gained his Eagle Merit badge, and. And even just watching him and his confidence has grown in the last couple of years. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. you. What kind of uh, transformation have you seen through him? um, Just, you know, the, you know, he's like, oh, he wants to go into cooking. He he loves cooking. And, you know, it's just one of the main skills. So as you're earning your ranks and you have to earn what they call Eagle Merit badges. And there's 12, 12 big ones. I like, can't. I can't remember the number exactly. A, like first aid is a big one. Cooking's a big <clears throat> one. Camping's a big one. So, um, he's he's really into cooking and, and just watching him. Uh, even this summer, I, I kind of turned the kitchen over to him. I said, "All right, you you cook all the dinners," and he's doing it. You know, and um, just that confidence. You know, as he's growing and knowing, hey, I'm graduating high school next year. Okay. You know. So um, you talked about events. So what are some of the events that could appeal to the, uh, you know, the, the on-base community? Um, the, the troop is, I would say, a pretty active troop. We do um, at least one camp out a month. Okay. In fact, we're going out to Mira this weekend for more of a swimming ocean type camp out okay. where they get to play around in the water. Um, and then on-base, you know, we're always trying to do little service projects. We do a lot of hiking to earn rank. And, hey, if we're going hiking, let's all grab some garbage bags and pick up trash while we're doing it. And, Mm -hmm. um, 
trying to just think I'm kind of blanked. <laughs> well, I was just, you know, what kind of camp, like what all places, because Japan's, uh, you know, it, obviously it is very urban, but there are some very uh, nice campgrounds. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's what's great about this troop is that it's located in Japan. So these boys get the experience of not only just camping, but traveling a foreign land and and camping out here and experiencing a uh, different type of terrain, different type of wilderness. Yeah. And then they'll go back to when their parents PCS, they'll they'll go back to the states and you know, they'll get that traditional stateside experience also. What what interaction do they uh, ever interact with the uh, Japanese scouts? Yeah, so that that was um really our first experience as uh, scouts here in Japan there was a what they call a fall camporee and it was out at Ikego and I mean maybe 400 scouts were out there and it was both Japanese scouts and American you know troops and um, they were intentionally trying to get them to interact by having them play games together Mm -hmm. and um, you know trying to figure out hey there might be a language barrier or cultural what whatever but trying to figure out hey we're, we're all scouts sure. and i really saw a lot of it this summer too in summer camp um we had troops as far away as china and where else they come from china we had somebody from australia there and you just see all these different cultures come together and it's they're like hey we're scouts we we don't have to they, they weren't worried about the 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 geopolitical mm-hmm. problems between their countries. They they were just hey we're here to have fun and they were doing their stuff and earning their merit badges and having conversations and um, I know I hate to keep bringing my son up but he he collects foreign currencies and he was running around meeting all these different scouts from different countries and trading currencies with them you know <laughs> and he he was having a blast but he got to meet so many people um, doing that and um, trying to have those conversations and. Yeah, yeah. it's good just to get a glimpse into another culture, yeah. even just trying to communicate with someone who doesn't speak the same language. Correct. Yeah. I, think, I think it's great. It builds, and it builds just overall teamwork throughout the organization, just having scouts trying to communicate and trying to work together, doing team-building exercises, and uh, just meeting new people and becoming, becoming confident and in interacting with strangers. Okay. Um, I guess as far as you know, some of the camps that we've done um, since I've been here, we did a uh, we call it Klondike, and we were way up in was it Misawa, up at I think way up yeah way up north, and they were all camping in you know two feet of snow, (laughs) and it was just fun to I was like I I'll stay in a nice warm place. (laughs) They they were all out there in the snow in their tents, and that was great and. And then maybe a, was it, about a month ago, we were camping at the at the base of Mount Fuji, you know. Oh, wow. So, I mean, they're getting all just very different um, tastes and opportunities. That yeah, I mean, how many people can say, uh, I was I was in Japan and I, I camped at Mount Fuji. I mean, when my parents came here and they saw it, they were like, oh, you know, like, there it is. Uh, where And you guys went to go camp by it, so um, that's that's probably a pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty important experience that they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, have for the rest of their lives. I got, I got one. I did, uh, we did the camp out at Atsugi, 
right, yeah. So that was just a basic campery with a few troops linking up and doing different uh, skill tests to see how they how each troop can perform as a group. Um, but we actually, I traveled with them from here on Yokosuka Base to Atsugi via train while some of the other adult leaders drove with all the, the tents and all the gear. So um, I just supervised the boys through the train, but I had them, they had to find their own way, and I told them they were not allowed to use their phones, so they had to try to navigate the maps to figure out how to get to Atsugi and what, what, what are the proper trains to go on. Every once in a while, there'd be a little mistake, and I have to say, no, 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 not, not, not are you sure is that the right train? Um, but that's just a good, a good skill to learn, you know. I think people get dependent on their phones, and we do map reading in the woods, but you don't do urban map reading and urban land navigation. So I think well, that was a good experience for them. It just reminds me, uh, when I was first stationed here, it was before smartphones, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember getting lost. It wasn't lost. We were trying to find a location. I was in Shinjuku, and we went to a convenience store, and I had to buy a paper map to find out where I was and it was all in Japanese and we had to figure it out from there and I'm just like you know my kids are like oh I just you know Google yeah. map it and I'm like what, what's a paper map <laughs> yeah right so I mean and it's 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 good to be able to fall back on those things and to uh, know your directions and definitely to find uh, familiarity and, and your location and everything um, I wanted to ask about um, what do you, what upcoming events do you guys have coming that um I know we've got the camping coming up in um, this weekend. Um, right now we're kind of in a little bit of a, a, a flux with our senior patrol leader just PCS'd out. So we've got a brand new uh, senior patrol leader who just started. So we're still trying to get fully mapped out. But we do a patrol leadership council every month, and then we kind of map everything out for two months. So um, at our next meeting, hoping to get a clearer picture. Um, we have scouts going to the World Jamboree. Uh, we do, yeah. Uh, so that's next month. So what is that? What is the World Jamboree? The World Jamboree is just a a big, big camp out, and it'll have troops from all over the world attending. Um, the a lot of times they'll only send a couple people from a troop, or maybe a troop won't attend at all. But this one's taking place in South Korea, okay. and you got troops coming from all over the world and we have a couple of scouts from CFA going also my son's going oh he's going on that yeah. one also yeah I, w- I would love to go but I'm, I'm, I'm a little busy jealous. yeah I don't want to sleep in a tent for 11 days <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is a long time so for those interested that was one of the things I was um, what prerequisites do, do the campers need to have before they can uh, start anything um, really honestly just showing up I mean we we just recently uh, Redid we bought all new a lot of new gear for the troop, okay. and um, so I mean it, you don't even need a tent or I mean it'd be nice to have your own sleeping bag I guess but you know it, there's there's things that if you have absolutely nothing you can still go you know it's just really it's just being involved and having a just being willing to get in there with the rest of the guys okay. and mm-hmm. and gals I mean girls too because we have yeah. the girls troop and. Both of our troops kind of work together and travel together and do stuff together. So, Okay. And you said you have about 30 right now? Uh, give or take a couple, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. We're, we're always looking for more. Yep. Um, but 
I think they just need to be, what, 12 years old? I think it might be 11 or 12. And parental consent, and yeah. they're, they're good to go. Uh, the troop will, will, will work with the scouts or the parents to, to figure everything out. You guys do the older scouts. Uh, is there a Cub Scout troop here on base? There is. Um, what is it? Pack 33, I think, is what they're called. Pack okay. 33. I'm not sure. It's a kind of separate organization that's loosely attached. Okay. Well, I, I, and that was the thing, too. I've seen you guys over at Subaki a couple times. So you guys meet at Yokosuka Middle School on what? On Thursday nights? We um, meet at, at Tuesdays. Actually, at Tuesday tonight. We'll meet it tonight at uh Tuesday nights at 5.30 to 5.30, okay, 5.30 to 7.00. All right. Um, for uh, for somebody who doesn't know anything, what what needs to be brought? If, as a parent, what do you need to know for your kids to? Um, so pretty much everything is going to an online registration sure. now. So uh, if if they just show up at the middle school, um, we, we can get them pointed in the right direction, okay. how to get registered. We do have a small website. It's still not completely. We haven't got all the bells and whistles on it yet. But um, troop is it troop thirty five? Yokosuka troop thirty five. If if you Google Yokosuka yeah, troop thirty five, it'll take you'll, you you'll right find the it. website. Okay, it's yeah. it's not difficult. Are you guys looking uh, for somebody to volunteer to to design it now? Because I put that out there. Um, I mean, I think I think some of the boys were trying to work okay. on it, so we're you know trying to give them their run at it oh so. yeah yeah give, give them a chance to learn some more computer skills Absolutely. uh the website's fine it just needs to be updated a little bit yeah. um but there's some email contact info on there that can be used to contact us and one of the adult leaders will will respond in a timely manner there's also the the facebook group um troop 35 yeah you can find us on facebook okay. and you can just shoot a message to us there too and we try to get back to you as quickly as possible okay um i was and so just just to know what um is usually a weekly um what what, what do you do weekly I and mean, obviously you have the big events but every week you guys meet what is uh so they'll um open with a flag ceremony okay. each week and they'll go through the scout oath and scout law and and then they'll have probably about 20 20 to 30 minutes maybe of if they're all working on a specific merit badge together and um, or if they had a special speaker coming, they'll have that 20 to 30 minutes and then they also break into their own patrols. Okay. So they each, all the boys have the troop, but then they all, all have their own little patrols that they're part of smaller groups where then they'll work on, you know, maybe some of the scouts need certain things for their rank to rank up. And so they'll spend 20 to 30 minutes doing that. Then they have the fun game time at the end, so they can have some fun and yell and scream. And no, maybe not yell and scream, but healthy sometimes com- definitely. They, yeah. they sometimes are some yelling. Some healthy competition. <laughs> some healthy competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and then we do another closing flag ceremony, and then that's that's our meeting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Was I there think, anything I, else? Go ahead. Go ahead, Taylor. I think a lot of the meeting is just some sort of instruction, whether whether the boys are teaching themselves or an adult's teaching something, whether they're teaching a merit badge or just simple knot tying um, or even just getting ready for the camp out, going over packing lists with the older scouts, teaching the younger scouts what they need to bring based on the weather, the terrain, or what the activity is. So there's always, some, there's always something going on that, that I think 
they're learning, they're benefiting from. Okay, so there's never a dull, never dull uh, meet. Uh, they get all. It's definitely definitely never dull. Uh, maybe they get distracted and start sure. start playing and horseplay. Um, but over but overall, it's pretty it's pretty organized and pretty well planned. So there's never there's never a week where your guys are just sitting on their hands. Now uh, you're talking about um, one of the main things is uh, relationships. What kind of relationships have you both taken away from? Uh, being a part of this. Hmm. Uh, I definitely, when I was a young scout, I met some good friends and had some some great times, made some lifelong friendships out of it. I still stay in touch with with some of them. And throughout my professional career, I've definitely met people who we found out, oh, you're an Eagle Scout? Oh, yeah, I'm an Eagle Scout. And then it's kind of like you can expect that person to have the same moral values as you um, and kind of work well with them based off, based off those skill sets. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily have the scout background, but you know, for me as an adult working with the scouts, I mean, other adults, uh, they, they tend to become your friends, you know? And so as we're moving from base to base and, you know, you're always looking for people to hang out with or get to know and right. scouting's a real, it's kind of like okay, you you like 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 Taylor said, you kind of know that okay, they're going to be a solid person if right. they're if they're here, they're going to be solid. So for for the boys, I think it's important because it's a it's a chance for them to build relationships that are outside of of school or sports. Because I think the average child is maybe um, just going to school and building relationships with classmates or teachers, or they're going to sports and building with their teammates or their coaches um it just gives an additional place for them to to meet people and um just a different social setting to to learn how to build and foster relationships mm-hmm. is there anything else either one of you want to add no just uh if you're interested uh you know you can always uh get a hold of me my name is gar and um um, like I said, I'm the committee chair of the, of the troop, and if you go to the website and just hit join the troop, it'll it'll get you to me eventually. Okay. Um, and then, um, I don't know, can I give my email address out? Yeah, absolutely. Is that, is that fine? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's, it's on you. <laughs> it's, okay. Uh, it's uh, Gar, G-A-R-S-A-E-G-E-R, Garsager at yahoo.com. And so you can contact me through that, and I'm always checking my email, so that's easy way to find me. You would give your email to Taylor. I think I'm okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> you can you can well, do the. I'll probably uh, get all kinds of weird emails. Now. You could do the Boy Scout email off the, off the Facebook. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's just uh, scouting is a great thing. I think that it's awesome that there's a troop overseas, and with people moving every few years, that the troop's able to continue to thrive and and stay, stay, motivated to keep going and. You know, just trying to work with the community and give back and, you know, experience Japan, learn new skills, and have fun. Well, I appreciate I you both uh, coming out. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I, know, I know one of the big challenges we're facing right now, I mean, we have the kids, but we, with the Reagan being out and um, some of the other ships being out right now, is uh, a lot of our adults tend to be uh, 
the military member who is working on the ship. So we tend to have a little bit of a vacuum mm -hmm. when when right. all the ships are out. And so even if you don't have a kid and you're like, hey, I've got a history in scouts, and that would be fun to give back. You know, we're always looking for adult leaders to um, you know, be an assistant scout master, or you can even just be on the committee as well and, you know, do the, be in the background working. And, right. you know, it's just, you know, a matter of passing a background check and signing up to be a, an adult leader in scouts. Okay. Well, I appreciate you both coming out. Um, uh, thank you, and uh, we'll yeah. look forward to seeing uh, where this goes with scouts. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.